Hello friends, welcome to Book Reading Marathon Challenge, Day 29, Chapter 9. It's week March signing in again today. Today we'll talk about Chapter 9 that is being free. The 80-20 principle, like the truth, can make you feel. You can work less, at the same time you can earn and enjoy more. The only price is that you need to do some serious 80-20 thinking. This will yield a few key insights that if you act on them, could change your life. And this can happen without the baggage of reason, ideology, and any other externally imposed views. The beauty of 80-20 thinking is that it is pragmatic and internally generated, centered around the individuals. There is a slight catch. You must do the thinking. You must editionize and elaborate what is written here for your own purpose. But this shouldn't be too difficult. The insight from 80-20 thinking are few in number but very powerful. Not all of them will apply to every reader. So if you find your experience different, skip along until you meet the next insight that does resonate with your own position. Become an 80-20 thinker, starting with your own life. My ambition is to just to serve up insights from 80-20 thinking and have you tailor them to your own life. I am actually much more ambitious than that. I want you to lock on to the nature of 80-20 thinking so that you can develop your own insights, both practical and general, that have not crossed my mind. I want to enlist you in the army of 80-20 thinkers, multiplying the amount of 80-20 thinking let loose in the world. The common attributes of 80-20 thinking are that it is reflective, unconventional, hedonistic, strategic and non-linear and that it combines extremely extreme ambitions in the sense of waiting to change the things to for the uh, for the better with a relaxed and confident manner it is also on the constant look out for 80-20 type hypothesis and insights some explanations of these areas will provide a pointer to how to conduct 80-20 thinking so you will know Some explanation of these areas will provide a pointer to how to conduct 80-20 thinking so you will know where when you are on the right track. 80-20 thinking is reflective. The objective of 80-20 thinking is to generate action that will make sharp improvement in your life and that of the others. Action of the type desired requires unusual insights. Insights requires reflection and interceptions. Insights sometimes requires data gathering as well uh, and we will include indulge gently in a little of the of this as it relates to your life own life often insight can be generated purely by reflection without the explicit need for information the brain already has much more information than we can imagine 80 20 thinking is different from the type of thinking that prevails today the letter is usually rust opportunistic, linear, for example, X is good or bad that caused it and in incrementalist, the predominant type of thinking in today's world is very closely aligned to immediate action and consequently is greatly improvised. Action drives out thought. Our objective as 80-20 thinker is to leave action behind. Do some quite, quite thinking. Mine a few uh, small pieces of precious insights and then act. 
selectively on a few objectives and a narrow front, decisively and impressively to produce terrific results with a little energy and, uh, and as few resources as possible. 8020 thinking is unconventional. 8020 thinking teases out where conventional wisdom is wrong. As it generally is, progress springs from identifying the best and suboptimally uh, sub inherit in life, starting with our daily lives and then doing something about it. Conventional wisdom is no help here, except as a counter indicator. It is conventional wisdom that leads to the best and suboptimality in the first place. The power of 8020 principle lies in doing things differently based on unconventional wisdom. This requires you to work out why most other people are doing things wrongly or to fraction of their potential. If your insight are not unconventional, you are no thinking 8020. 8020 thinking is hedonistic. 8020 thinking seeks pleasure. It believes that life is meant to be enjoyed. It believes that most achievement is byproduct of interest. It believes that most achievement is a byproduct of interest, joy, and desire for future happiness. This may not seem controversial, but most people do not do the simple things that would be conducive to their happiness. Even when they know what they are, most people fall into one or more of the following traps. They spend a lot of time with people they do not much like. They do jobs they are not enthusiastic about. They use up most of their free time, incidentally, an anti-hedonistic concept. On activities they do not greatly enjoy. The reverse is also true. They do not spend most time with the people they like most. They do not pursue the career they would most like. And they do not use most of their free time on the activities they enjoy most. They are not optimistic. And even those who are optimists do not plan carefully to make their future lives better. All this is curious. One could say that it is the triumph of uh, experience over hope. Except that experience is a self-created construct that usually owes more of or more to our perception of external reality than to objective external reality itself. It would be better to say that it is the triumph of guilt over joy, of genetic over intelligence or predestination over choice and in a very real sense of death over life. Hedonism is often held to imply selfless, a disregard for others and a lack of ambition. All this is a smear. Hedonism is in fact a necessary condition for helping others and for achievement. It is very difficult and always wasteful to achieve something worthwhile without enjoying it. If, someone, some, if more people were hedonistic, the world would be a better and, in all senses, a richer place. 8020 thinking believes in progress. There has been no concessions, concessions for the past 3000 years on whether progress exists, whether the history of the universe and of man, mankind demonstrates a jacked upward path or something less hopeful against the idea of progress are Hesiod around 8800 BC, Plato 428 to 348 BC, Aristotle, Seneca 
Herrock, St. Augustine, and most living philosophers and scientists in favor of the idea of progress stand nearly all of the entitlement figure of the late 17th century and 18th century as a fontaineller and condocrate and a majority of 19th century thinkers and scientists including Darwin and Mark. Team captain for progress must be Edward Givon, the oddball historian who wrote in the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. We cannot be certain on uh, to what height the human species may aspire in their advance towards perfection. We may therefore s- safely uh, acquiesce in the pleasing conclusion that every age of the world has increased and is still increasing the real wealth, the happiness, the knowledge and perhaps like virtue of the human race. Nowadays, of course, the evidence against progress is much stronger than in Gibbon's day. But so, too is the evidence for progress. The debate, the debate can never be resolved empirically. Belief in progress has to be an act of faith. Progress is a duty. If we do not believe in the possibility of progress, we cannot never, ch- we could never change the world for the better. Businesses understand this. On the whole, business in alliance with science has provided the greatest evidence in pro- progress. Just as we have discovered, the natural resources are not inexhaustible. Business and science have come along and supplied new dimensions of unnatural inexhaustibility. Economic space, the micro- microchip, new enabling technologies. But to be greatest benefit, progress should not be confined to the worlds of science, technology and business. We need to apply progress to the quality of our own lives, individually and collectively. Attitude thinking is inherently optimistic because Paradoxically, it reveals a state of affairs that is seriously below what it should be. Only 20% of the resources really matter in terms of achievement. The rest, the larger majority, and making time, making token contribution to the overall effort. Therefore, give more power to the 20%. Get the 80% off up to a reasonable level and you can multiply the output. Progress takes you to a new and much higher level. But even at this level, there will still typically be an 80-20 distribution of outputs or inputs. So you can progress again to much higher level. The progress of business and science vindicates the 80-20 principle. Construct a huge computer that can make calculations several times faster than any previous machine. Demand that the computer can be made smaller, faster and cheaper. Several times smaller, faster and cheaper. Repeat the process. Repeat it again. There is no end in sight to such progress. Now, apply the same principle to other pro- provinces of life. If you believe in progress, the 80-20 principle can help you help us to realize it. We may even end up pro- uh, proving Edward Givens give on right. Reveal wealth, happiness, knowledge, and perhaps virtue can be constantly increased. 80-20 thinking is strategic. To be strategic is to concentrate on what is important, on those few objectives that can give us a competitive advantage on what is important to us rather than others and to plan and execute the resulting plan with determination and steadfastness. Attitude thinking is non-linear. Traditional thinking is encased within a powerful but sometimes inaccurate and destructive mental model. It is linear. It believes that X leads to Y, that Y causes Z and that B is the inevitable consequence of A. You made me unhappy because you were late. 
my poor schooling led to my dead end job i have been successful because i am very clever hitler caused the second world war my farm cannot grow because the industry is declining unemployment is the piece we pay for uh, the price we pay for low inflammation high taxes are necessary if we want to look after the poor the sick and the old and so on all of these are examples of linear thinking linear thinking is attractive because it is simple cut and dried the trouble is that it is poor description of the world and an even worse preparation for changing it scientists and historians have long ago abandoned linear thinking why should you cling to it attitude in thinking offers you a life rafter raft nothing flows from one simple cause nothing is inevitable nothing is even in equilibrium or unchangeable no undesired state of affairs need endure nothing desirable need to be unobtainable few people understand what is really causing anything good or bad causes may be very influential without being particularly noticeable or even uh, very extensive the balance of circumstances can be shifted in a major major way by more, uh, minor action only a few decisions really matters those that do matter a great deal choice can always be experienced attitude in thinking escapes from the linear logic trap by appealing to experience introspections and imagination if you are unhappy do not worry about the proximate cause think about the times you have been happy and maneuver yourself into similar situations if your career is going nowhere do not think uh, do not tinker around at the edges seeking incremental improvements a bigger office a more expensive car a gander sounding title fewer working hours a more understanding boss think about the few most important achievements that are yours in your whole life and seek more of the same if necessary switching jobs or even careers do not look for causes especially not for causes of failure imagine and then create the circumstances that will make you happy both happy and productive attitude thinking combines extreme ambition with a relaxed and confident manner we have been con- conditioned to think that high ambition must go with the thrusting hyperactivity long hours ruthlessness the sacrifices of both self and others to cause to the cause an extreme business in sort the rat race we pay dearly for this association of idea the combination is neither desirable nor necessary a much more attractive and at least equally attainable combination is that of extreme ambition which with confidence relaxation and a civilized manner this is the 8020 ideal but it rests on the solid empirical foundation most great achievements are made through a combination of steady steady application and certain insights think of archimedes in his bath and or uh, newton sitting under a tree being stuck by an apple the immensely important insights thus generated would have not have happened if archimedes had uh, not been thinking about the displacement or newton about gravity but neither would have occurred if archimedes had been chained or uh, to his desk or newton frantically directing teams of scientists most of what any of us achieve in life
most of what any of us achieve in life of any serious degree of value or ourselves and others occur in a very small proportion of our working of our working lives attitude in thinking and observation make this perfectly clear we have more than enough time we demand ourselves both by lack of ambition or by assuming that ambition is served by the bustle and business m- business achievement is driven by insight and selective action the still voice and the still small voice of calm has a bigger place in our lives than we acknowledge insight comes when we are feeling relaxed and good about ourselves insight requires time and time despite conventional wisdom is there in abundance 8020 insights for individuals the rest of part 3 will explore 8020 insights of your personal life some of which can be sampled here as a tester it only takes action on a few insights to improve greatly the quality of your life 80% of the achievements and happiness takes place in 20% of our time and these perks can be explained greatly our lives are profoundly affected for good or ill by a few events and a few decisions the few decisions are often taken by default rather than cons- conscious choice will it life happen to us rather than shaping our own lives we can improve our lives dramatically by recognizing turning points and making it the decision that will make us happy and productive there are always a few key inputs to what happens and they are often not the obvious ones if the key cause can be identified and isolated we can very often ex- exert more influence on them than we think possible everyone can achieve something significant the key is not effort but finding the right thing to achieve you are usually more productive at something than the other but dilute the effectiveness of this by doing too many things where your competitive skill is nowhere near as great there are always winners and losers and always more of the latter you can be a winner by choosing the right competition the right team and the right method to win you can more likely to win uh, by rigging the odds in your favor legitimately and fairly than by striving to improve your performance you are more likely to win again uh, where you have won before you are more likely to win when you are selective about the race you enter most of our failure are in races for which other interests most of our successes come from races we over uh, ourselves want to enter we fail to win most races because we enter too many of the wrong ones their ones their ones not our ones few people take objective really seriously they put average effort into too many things rather than superior thoughts and efforts into a few important things people who achieve the most and selective as well as determined most people spend most of their time on activities that are of low value to themselves and others the 8020 thinker escapes this trap and can achieve many more of the few higher value objectives without noticeably more effort one of the most important decisions someone can make in life is their choice of allies allies almost nothing can be achieved without allies most people do not choose their alliance carefully or even at all the alliance somehow arrives this is a serious case of letting life happen to you most people have the wrong alliance most also have too many and do not use them properly 8020 thinkers 
choose a few alliances carefully and build the alliances carefully to achieve their specific objective an extreme case of carelessness with alliance allies is picking the wrong significant other or life partner most people have too many friends and do not enjoy an approximately selected and reinforced inner circle many people have the wrong life partner and even more do not have mature the right life partner properly nurture the right partner properly money used rightly can be source of opportunity to shift to a better lifestyle few people know how to multiply money but 8020 thinkers should be able to do so as as long as money is subordinated to lifestyle and happiness there is no harm in this ability few people spends enough time and thought cultivating their own happiness they seek indirect goals like money and promotions that may be different difficult to attain and will prove when they are attempted to be extremely inefficient source of happiness not only this not only is happiness not money it is not even like money money not spent can be saved and invested and through the magic of compound interest multiplied but happiness not spent today does not lead to happiness tomorrow happiness like the mind will atrophy if not exercised 8020 thinkers know that know what generates their happiness and pursue it consciously cheerful and intelligently cheerfully and intelligently using happiness today to build and multiply happiness tomorrow time is waiting in the wings the best place to start 8020 thinking about achievement and happiness is the subject of time our society's appreciation of quality and role of time is very poor many people intuitively understand this and several hundred thousand busy executives have sought redemptions in the form of time management but these executives are just thinking uh, thinking around the edge our whole attitude towards need to be transformed we don't need time management we need a time revolution so friends thank you very much it's the end of chapter 9 and it's vivek was signing off today until we meet again tomorrow with the chapter 10 of 8020 principle by right uh, richards coach and we'll talk about time revolution as chapter 10 thank you very much Thank you.